Okay, welcome to this episode of Hacker Public Radio. This is Zoak, and I'm going to do a really quick naff sort of episode at the moment. I've been having some issues with my Ubuntu install. As you may be aware, I started on Breezy and have upgraded it through all the Ubuntu since. Um, that isn't the problem. The problem is, I believe, that because I use stuff like the MV and the automatic scripts, I'm going to host some of the other things, so I've kind of half got Pulse Audio working. Actually, that might not be that at all, because I hear that only half works on most people's, but I've been having some major issues. It's like part is here, part isn't there, part something, and I started off on Ubuntu, and then I installed the KDE stuff and ran that for a while, and went back to the GNOME stuff, and then went to XFC, and tried Flexbox and SWM, and, and pretty much just went into Synaptic and said search for window managers and install all of them. So I think I've just hacked around with it way too much and I need to actually just reinstall from scratch and fix it. And yeah, I know that's kind of the, the Windows way of getting out of it. But to be fair, you know, Breezy, to Dapper, to Edgy, to Feisty, to Gutsy, to Hardy, it's like upgrading Windows 3.1 to Windows Vista. It's not surprising it's having some issues. I mean, to upgrading any of them for any of them, it has issues. So you pretty much reinstall anyway. So I'm not angry at Ubuntu for, for having issues with me because I think it's fair enough the amount of upgrades and the amount of hacking around I've been doing, you know. I would hack this, hack that, and well, I'm having issues with my NVIDIA drivers. Well, let's use the automatic script to install that one. The NV wants to do that. And then that didn't work, so we upgraded to this one, and then, well, hey, let's just download the NVIDIA drivers and install those anyway. So I'm not surprised I'm having issues. You know, don't take this as me slagging off Ubuntu. I'm not. It's really great. I'm still going to reinstall it. I'm just saying I'm having some issues, but it means I'm in Windows. Yeah. Um, it sucks. A uh, bunch of things I try and do and, and suddenly realize, you know, you I only have one desktop. I used to having four desktops. It's just weird stuff. It's just you go in and immediately I've got updates because I haven't logged into it for a while, so instantly they're there. I mean, I have set it up so it doesn't automatically install them because I'd like the bastard be like, you must reboot, you must reboot. And uh, anyway, so I'm in Windows. Um, I'm recording this through Audacity, though, so it's kind of, you know, a little bit better. So on to the topic of the day. I'm going to talk a, bit, a little bit about how to fix a host machine. It is going to be very Windows-centric. Um, I mean, basically, if you're anything like me, your family's going to ask you for tech support. Now, I haven't managed to convert any of my family over to Linux. Um, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. I am working on this. I really am. The wife always says, well, your machine doesn't work ever. Mm, yeah, because I hack around with it, you know? I used to be a developer. I, When I get working again, will be still doing something in development or something similar like that. So I hack around with stuff. It's... It's like the guy that's created the kit car. He's always screwing around with it, and half the time it's not working because he's playing around with it. That's what he enjoys, playing around with it. Break it, you fix it. You break it, you fix it. That's how it works. So, so yeah, I've been having some issues on my Ubuntu machine because I've made it a LAMP server. I'm doing a bunch of stuff like this. You know, I'm I'm doing a bunch of stuff that 99% of the world won't bother doing. Then again, pretty much everyone here, I'm sure, is in the same boat. You play around with stuff. So... I'm still trying to convert her. I figure when we get a new machine for her, I might install a, a Linux on it, build it from scratch, you see, and then we put Linux on it. And well, hey, honey, if you want XP, you know, you can have to pay the $400 for the, or uh, you know, you can try this Ubuntu thing or try the Linux 
PC Linux OS or whatever you want to put on for her. And I, I don't know. Might work. We'll try for a bit. I'm also trying to convert the son over. He's got a uh, login on my machine. So he's, oh, he's loving it. You know, he's just running a bunch of stuff on there. And, and apart from a couple of games that won't run, most things work for him. So he's enjoying that. And then I'm hoping, yeah, I'm bring, introducing him to the GIMP. And he's been playing around with st- some stuff like that. And he's loving it. And he's thinking it's cool. And, you know. Anyway, so, assuming you have family and they're running Windows and they've got their machines host, they've got some spyware, adware, badware of some description or other that's on there, and they come to you and say, it's screwed, fix it, and you say, you want to reinstall it, it's hacked, we can't trust it anymore, why don't we reinstall, <coughs> why don't we reinstall something, and they say, no don't want to install Linux, but why not? Because it doesn't do what I want it to do. Well, yeah, you can get around that. You can. I don't know what to do. Well, they'll, they'll come up with some flimsy excuse. You know, they don't want to use Linux because they don't know how to do it. Well, did they know how to use Windows the first time they did it? I mean, let's face it. I want to turn my machine off. I don't think I'm going to click on a button marked start. I want to log off. Start. Shut down. Log off. I mean, that, that makes no sense. You, you want to log off, so you want to stop using the computer, so you click on start. Alright, fine, that's how they do it. Then you click on shut down, although you don't actually want to shut down the damn computer. I mean, does this make any sense? It makes no sense to start, shut down, log off. Go figure. Anyway, so, whatever reason, they don't want to use it. They won't let you install Linux over the top. Then you say, okay, well, let's reinstall Windows. And they say, well, the disks didn't come with a machine, or I didn't run backups, or whatever the reason. So you're stuck with trying to unhose this system. You're not going to do it, basically, because we can't trust it. There's been nasty stuff on it. We can't ever trust it ever again, unless you reinstall. And literally, you know, I would like to deban the disk and start again, kind of. Let's make damn certain nothing else is remaining. But so, you know, you're going to have to try and fix it. So... You download some programs, and I'm just going to go quickly through some of these programs and quickly sort of what what you'd need to do and what I would run to fix it all up and kind of try and get it back into a semi-working way. So, you download and run Adware, Spybot, Search, Destroy. They're pretty cool for removing stuff. They're not going to remove everything. They're going to remove most of it, but hopefully enough to get it working again. Um, You need an antivirus I would suggest either AVG or ClamAV. One of the two of those is going to work. Um, AVG is proprietary, but it does have a free version. ClamAV you probably have heard of because it's the open source antivirus. I'd also recommend Hijack This because it shows a list of connections, what's coming in, what's going out, what's listening on where. That can be pretty cool. If you've got something nasty, you can say, oh, look, something I was listening on port 5050 or whatever it is. You know, if you've got IRC connections open, you say, well, you know, I'm not on IRC. Oh, that might be going off to the botnet. And so that can be cool. Rootkit Revealer and Auto Runs. Uh, well, I've mentioned those before in the system internal apps, but hopefully they show you what's running and what rootkits are there. You can remove stuff off there. That's pretty cool. So I go ahead and, and download those off a different machine because we can't trust the one that's got the spyware on it, but, you know. So we download it on another machine, burn it onto a CD or whatever, take it over, and you run the adware and the spybot, and you update them, make sure they've got the latest versions, run them, and pretty much run yes to everything. Now, when you're done with spybot, 
what you can also do, he says trying to click on it up and find uh, where SpyBot is. Uh, there's AdAware with SpyBot, there is SpyBot search and destroy. What you can do with SpyBot is when you run it, you get a couple of options under the sort of advanced tab or, or tools, I forget where it is. Oh, it wants me to do stuff. Immunize the system, I think they call it. You can click on Immunize and it comes up with unprotected, protected, and total, and it can. Uh, not quite sure what it is. I think it just blocks nasty pages and sorts of cookies and stuff. I mean, generally you just say immunize. And it goes and does this weird brick wall animation stuff and says it's blocking cookies and stuff. I don't know. It does stuff. If you go into the advanced mode, the advanced mode of Spybot Search and Destroy offers more options to default mode. Well, duh. But it may also include those that will do harm to your system or whatever. So you hit yes. And you've got other things. And you can go through tools, I think it is, and then resident, and then you can turn SD helper and tea timer on. And I recommend using both of those. They take a little bit of memory, but the tea timer, for example, the tea timer is pretty cool because what it does is when a program tries to make itself start on boot up, by putting itself in the registry or the startup folder or any of these things. Tea time actually pops and says, hang on, someone's trying to do this. Do you want to allow it? Again, it involves teaching the people not to just randomly click yes on everything, but it can help out a lot. It uh, blocks browser help objects and a bunch of things, and it's pretty cool. The SD helper does uh, blocks Internet Explorer stuff, which can be pretty cool. Um, under the IE tweaks, we can do something that isn't actually an IE only thing, but we can lock the host's file as read only as protection against hijackers. Uh, I recommend you check that, but then you can do that. That can help out things as well. You also have a bunch of other things like uh, you can look at the system startup and look at all the little weird problems and that. Yeah, you can do stuff like that. I recommend you do it through other things, though personally, but that's just me. You also have a secure shredder that you can do things, but there we go, you know, we can do that and set those tools up. So I do recommend you do that. But then you run AdWare and Spybot and do everything they say. You install Clam, AV, you run that and basically just do what it says. I mean, depending on how much you know, you may want to actually look and think about it, but generally just do what it tells you. Hijack this, I said you run that, you look at the connections and see if there's anything odd. If there's anything odd, you can go and look at it. If you're that worried, rename the executable. One of these weird things, you won't be able to delete it because it's using it, but you can rename it, and then when you reboot, it shouldn't be able to find itself and won't run. If you actually rename an executable to something else like .back, because it's not an exe, it shouldn't be running, and kind of it stops it running. So you can do that. It does require a reboot, of course. Um, Rookit Revealer and Auto Runs have already gone through, so yeah, run those and do stuff. Once you've done that, and hopefully we have a pretty well cleared up system, there's a bunch of other things we can then do, just generally tidy up the computer and make sure it's running okay. You can run the download program called CCleaner, which is crap cleaner, and it tidies up the crap left on the computer. It uh, removes temporary files and stuff like that. Download that, run it, do what it says.
now that hopefully we've removed everything nasty and we've got a much better running system, then you can do something like disk clean, which is part of the Windows stuff. Uh, run it anyway, it probably won't do anything because we just run CCleaner, but hey, why not? Then run ScanDisk to make sure that this looks okay. Then once you've done that, defrag. Also part of all of those part of Windows. You might as well run all those. And then that should hopefully be it. I mean, I'm skipping a bunch of things here. There are other things you want to run if you know you want to make sure they've got make sure they've got a firewall and a bunch of things like that. But this is generally stuff that fixes most of the stuff for them. I run a bunch of more stuff on my Windows machine because I'm just like that. I've got a, a all manner of things. He says randomly clicking through. But that hopefully should be enough. I mean, as I said, remind remind them you cannot guarantee that everything has been removed because the only way to do that is to reinstall it from scratch. Anyway, that's about it. I'm going to stop rabbiting now. I hope you enjoyed this rather impromptu episode of Hacker Public Radio. Hopefully, over the next week, I'm going to try and reinstall Ubuntu onto my machine uh, after I've backed it up, which doesn't help that my DVD drive's packed up and I'm too broke to actually buy a new one. And yeah, it's a long story. Whiny, whiny, don't want to bore you with my details. Um, but hopefully we'll get this all sorted out soon. And I'll be back to using our door and actually having things run properly and fantastically and sound better and everything and so on and so forth. But until then, this has been Zoke and you've been listening to Hack Public Radio. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.